Katie Tremonti, and this is the Original Design Restored Podcast. We're in the middle of a small four-part series on the Gospel Ark. We've been looking at the Gospel Ark from creation to restoration, and today we are entering into the restoration piece of the Gospel Ark. So we've looked at creation, we've looked at the fall, we've looked at redemption, and now we're engaging the part of this story that is restoration. And restoration is probably one of my favorite parts of the story, just because it's where we see things being made whole and new and restored. And so when we're looking at this art, creation, fall, redemption, restoration, restoration is all that is broken, all that is hurting, all that is painful, being healed, whole, and made new. We are going to jump into really, I'm going to be processing through four different passages of scripture. There are a lot of scriptures that hit on restoration, but for our purposes, I'll list these in the show notes. I would recommend going and reading these passages of scripture for yourself on your own and really reflecting what you see happening. I'll be sharing my reflections here. I'm really looking at 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 19, Galatians 5, 1, Ephesians 2, 10, and Revelation 21, 5. And just the combination of these passages what we see happening in restoration is things being made new and those who have followed Jesus being invited into the process of also then making things new. So this is about, yes, going out and restoring the world around you, but it's also really the story too of having God restore you. And so to kind of get a picture of restoration, thinking of something that is broken or damaged and restoring it. We can think of, I mean, just like practical things, homes, furniture, the restoration of those things is often repairing or restoring or making fresh something that has been damaged, worn, or broken. And then really when you restore something well, it can be beautiful and maybe even more beautiful than it was originally. And, And so we have that picture for where we are going with God in the part of the gospel arc that is restoration. So we saw creation, this ease in the presence of God, beauty, rhythm, order, peace, peace in relationships, rest, work, unity in marriage and shared purpose. There's so much happening in creation. And then the fall is just the destruction of all of that and the dismantling of the good and beauty that God created and the separation of humanity and God. And then we see in redemption, God making a way for peace to come again. God repairing the fracture between God and man through Jesus coming to earth as all God, all man, and living a perfect life, and then dying on the cross, battling with the enemy to buy back humanity, to repair the rupture, and then Jesus coming back to life, beating death, being more powerful than all that had happened in the fall. And so Jesus makes a way now for humanity to have the opportunity for restoration. He dies to forgive and set men free. He transfers those who receive his gift and surrender their lives open-handedly to him. He now transfers them from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. And when we enter the kingdom of light, we now have the opportunity to have all of the reality of the fall begin to be changed and made new. We have this process of transformation 
as a follower of Jesus, when you have put your life in Jesus' hands and said, yes, I need your rescue and your reconnection from me to God. I need you to repair that rupture and heal all that is dark within me and heal all the dysfunction in me. What we're doing is we're engaging then in the process of transformation. And for those who follow Jesus, the process of transformation really ought to be an ongoing reality. And so there is evidence of the fall and the reality of the fall in all of our lives because that's where we enter the world and we participate with darkness. We participate with the enemy when he deceives us and we, we agree with his way over God. We have evidence of darkness in us. We have evidence of dysf- dysfunction in us. And so those are evidences of the fall. When God transfers us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, he is giving us the opportunity for the fall realities to be changed in us. However, (laughs) the reality is that there is change that is to happen for that restoration to come around full circle, for that to be fully realized. So when I'm transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, that is a real transfer. I now exist in his kingdom. But there are all these things in me that are evidence or just the reality of the fall. I sin. I do things against the way God has intended. I have generational patterns of sin. I have dysfunction that has been passed down from generations to generations. I have my own perpetuation of that in its own style and its own darkness. When I put my life in Jesus' hands and I say, Jesus, yes, reconnect me, please. You are the way to know God. You are the way to be reconnected to God. And he gives me the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I now get the opportunity to exist in the presence of God at ease because Jesus has covered me and he's forgiven my sins. That is all real, but there is a real facing the darkness that is in me, the sin that is in me, the pain and wounding that has happened for transformation and restoration to come full circle, to be fully realized, or to even be partially realized. Let's be honest, to even begin transformation, I have to acknowledge what is there. So that transfer from kingdoms is the beginning of really dealing with the darkness that is there, really dealing with the fall reality that has permeated my life. And so we have Jesus at that point. We can invite him to begin healing and digging up and dealing with the sin, lies, wounds that have affected me and that I perpetuate. And so restoration is that reality where that is happening. The process that really happens in restoration is this process of transformation that is me revisiting the fall reality, taking the things that are fallen in my life that are dark, destructive, dysfunction, taking them under the authority of Jesus because he has paid for my sins and he has also repaired the rupture by what he did on the cross in his resurrection. I then put them under his authority, so that's the redemption part, and then I bring it into restoration and allow him to make me new to give me a new way to live. So when I face dysfunctional patterns in my life, as I bring them under his authority in the redemption piece of the gospel arc and all the way through to restoration, restoration is when he shows me new ways to live. Rather than continuing on in dysfunction or sin, he says, here, this is the new way to live. Let me restore that. In restoration, what we see in scripture is that we are new and that this is a gift of God. We see that he is making all things new. It says that he set men free 
for freedom. Jesus' forgiveness of our sins and offering of freedom is for freedom, to exist in freedom. As we follow Jesus, he wants us to live freely, no longer captives in the dominion of darkness, but freely in his kingdom. As adopted sons and daughters, we move from this captive, imprisoned reality in the, in the kingdom of darkness to a family sense in the kingdom of light. That can happen at redemption. And then as we're existing in that kingdom as belonging to a family, God begins to offer us new ways and say, it is for freedom that I have set you free. This restoration picture is actually existing in freedom, not in imprisonment anymore. To me, even the most amazing part of restoration is not only, as he's saying, I will give you new ways and making things new, there's freedom. He's also saying, I plan good works for you to do. So God planned in advance for good works for us to do, not out of earning or striving, but because we are his masterpiece. And he has this, it's, I, I think it's like when I look at this, I'm, I'm seeing like this joyful desire to come and be a part of the goodness and beauty that he is about. And he's inviting us in. Now, I, I think I misinterpreted when I was younger, these good works were something to earn as a good Christian kid, as a good Christian girl. It's not about earning anything with God. He's actually inviting us to join with him in the goodness and beauty he is creating and has planned ways for us to participate in creating goodness and beauty also. He is restoring us. He is giving us new ways to live. He is giving us the way out, the wholeness or peaceful way when we face the darkness and destruction in ourselves. When we face the darkness and destruction in ourselves, the fall, and bring it under the authority of Jesus and restoration, he's saying, here's a new way. So not only is he restoring us and saying, here is a new way for you and this is a gift and there is freedom, but then he's saying, come join me in this restoring. Come be a part of the restoring by restoring the things around you, by engaging in my presence and power, because now you have access to it as a follower of Jesus to go do good to the people and places around you. It is an exciting part of the gospel story. It's the I am restoring you and now come participate in restoring also in creating goodness and beauty with your life. The restoration piece of this story is full of hope and possibility, newness, freedom, and joy. And what's interesting is when we look at restoration, there's almost like an arc back to creation and we can feel this almost mirroring, this echoing of creation in restoration. And we feel the ease in the presence of God. We feel things being made new as God intends. There is a peacefulness and an invitation to join with. And this is a very exciting part of the gospel arc. And so in a minute, a spoken word poem will come on that depicts the restoration part of the gospel. And and as you listen, I would invite you to sit with God and almost imagine holding your life in your hands and letting God reveal what he might want to be restoring in you. Between heaven and earth, the cross opened a door, veil of the temple torn with power that shook the floor, removed the separation between God 
and man made the temple more simple and a revolution in the church began his temple now built of his children called them living stones his presence in the heart of the forgiven never again alone when jesus left he said it was for our best his journey had ended and the spirit would do the rest he would lead us into healing and transformation give us gifts and god's heart for the nations he shows us all truth and is our guide a wonderful counselor who speaks on the inside reveals to us the true father shows us our places cherished sons and daughters it's hard to accept after a life of rejection but a dad's love is here that doesn't require perfection resets my mind's perceptions undoes my heart's deceptions if i let him in the best friend i've ever known loves me perfectly i'll never be alone gentle as a dove precise as a surgeon his presence inside of me always working up up in a way lifts my spirit out of shame crushes the cage i was trapped in for days unlocks my heart so i can be fully me my armor falls off i can breathe makes me clean everything i've done forgiven born again new chance at living there's hope for change no longer locked up or just stuck the same makes me more than just a man once knocked over by temptation now got the strength to stand puts his sword in my hand i got a warrior on my side he dominates demons and pulverizes my pride fights against the darkness and turns the tide removes my guilt no longer need to hide heart was a desert now living water on the inside fills all the cracks in my soul and makes me complete tender as a child but stronger than concrete takes every defeat and somehow makes it a victory reveals his presence in every part of my history rewrites my story with hope a mystery when his spirit first fell everyone spoke in new tongues different nations understood it a sign of things to come all those nations will be gathered again soon but this time in a heavenly throne room dressed in white robes palm branches in their hands joining the host of heaven worshiping the lamb salvation belongs to our god will be their praise in the most beautiful song that's ever been played every tear wiped away no hunger or thirst the first will be last and the last will be first king jesus on a horse with a sword at his side the brightest white you've ever seen fire in his eyes don't be surprised he's coming for his bride she'll hear his call and come running he came once as a baby but this time it'll be stunning he'll crush the enemy and be revealed in all his glory the final chapter complete but by no means the end of the story yeah.